0: Me.
1: Michaels, are is you kidding me? Marcus, are you gonna beat Bret Hart with a sharp shooter? Yes, he is! Are you kidding me? This is
0: bullshit! Oh, apologize, ladies and you. Screw control. me! Everybody screw me! Sean, you were in on that? Oh, fucking idea! I'm no place guns, my fucking witness. Bret Hart.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I am your host, Graham, and it's, it's Montreal time. 20 years on, November, Montreal, rickandmorty.com, Montreal, international, www.television, Montreal Screwjob, www. Time. Guys. No, man. Hello, <laughs> Daryl's here, hello Daryl uh, What are you wearing? You're uh, wearing it again aren't you? What? What are you wearing, tell the listeners what you're wearing What you're actually wearing, not, not a made up thing Right,
2: so I went out on Halloween uh. And uh, I'm wearing my uh, China uh, Like Bondage gear Ah no, no, worse than that Oh actually. sorry, that's underneath this Yeah, obviously yeah. Well, I mean to uh, What's ca- actually on Cactus Jack t-shirt?
1: Oh, he's wearing his Cactus Jack t-shirt oh,
2: again dear. There you go
1: Hi, Dan's here as well How you doing? Hi Dan's wearing a Pro Wrestling or Die t-shirt That's okay with me It's Sammy Callahan shirt You can do Pro Wrestling You can do Die I'll let you decide which one of them <laughs> i pointed to At that particular moment That's
2: really fucking
1: off Yeah, but I'm a terrible,
0: terrible <laughs> person
2: He literally just said you can die What yeah. if I actually <laughs> die
0: later? Well, You'll have to re-record the show <laughs> Ha, joke's on you Oh, that'll be awful As long as he it? does it on this one I'm not one of the other ones that are definitely being recorded nearer the time of release. Yeah, we, yeah we're, we're doing all of these. Yeah, we we, we do a new
1: one every week. Uh, opening <laughs> contest for this week, I, I actually forgot. So Oh, yeah, I remember what it was. Opening contest for this week, they released a whole bunch of people. Who's the next person that's going to be released? Just on the spot. Oh, just throwing this out there. Ya. Who's going out next? So, Emma's out. Uh, a moment of silence for Emma. There you go, that'll do. Darren Young is gone, which... Daryl, I know you have strong feelings on. Yeah, we'll get that. In a we we minute, definitely we'll... will. And Summer Ray is gone. Who's who's going out next? Daryl, who's off next? Gallows and Anderson. Really? You think both of them?
2: That's... They can't just get rid of one. <laughs> but
1: they we? could repackage. They could get rid of Carl Anderson and repackage Gallows as some kind of crazy character. Maybe a fella who uh, <laughs> who doesn't doesn't have any idea what's going on until the bell rings.
2: No, uh, they missed a trick. Well, they sh- instead of bringing Kane back, they should have just. Got his old Kane gear back out, shouldn't they? Oh
1: yeah, he was the real Kane. Yeah, the, when Kane were good, the proper. <laughs> 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 Definitely, Dan. Who's who's going next?
0: I've, I'm. I have no idea, so I'm gonna say Kane. Kane, you think? No, Ka- that's not fair. He's not it released, is he? He's just gonna go do his may <laughs> yeah, thing. no, he's going it's all to. right though. He's, his he's next he's one on, to go. He's,
1: yeah, he's allowed to say that if he wants to. This
2: is fucking bullshit.
1: Oh, <laughs> you're just angry because he had the better idea than you. So you both said Kane. You, D- Dan said original Kane, You said good cane. So, there you go. Fake diesel. Proper cane. Yeah, so let's touch on <laughs> these releases then. Emma's gone. I, I messaged you about this. I, I, did it work or did it not work? I didn't understand the joke. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I just messaged you and said, Emma's gone. I, I don't know if she'll be back. And I, The idea was that you were supposed to think that my wife had left me, but in fact, what had happened was that a wrestler had been released for a company.
2: Oh, right. I, I assumed you'd be... A bit- you'd be a bit more upset.
1: Yeah.
0: That, that one flew over my head.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you you missed it in terms of timing because by the time that you saw it, I'd already posted the second link. But yeah. <laughs> he read my first message, then buggered off, so it ruined it. So in a way, you ruined my joke.
0: <laughs> I, I did enjoy the bit where I just told Darryl, Daryl, Daryl, th- sit down and check the link again. Yeah, that was, that was. <laughs> because yeah. originally the link did just say, Emma, Emma released, has been released, yeah. and then they updated it. And then we got a lot of very abusive messages back.
1: Well, let's talk about Emma first and then we'll let Daryl do the Daryl thing, right? Yeah. Emma's gone. So that was a bit weird, wasn't it? But she's been released once before when she stole a thing. <laughs> she, she nicked an iPhone cover, didn't she? Yeah, I think people forget that Emma was once released already. But it's tricky for someone like Emma. She ain't going to. She's not allowed to make her money anywhere else, is she? Like, women don't tend to get the opportunities to make money on the indies that men do.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird because she's had a year of kind of good things. She started to be featured on Raw. She had the two matches with Asuka where she was actually given a lot. She got away from Zack Ryder. That's a big thing. Yeah, I mean, that and that's a massive plus yeah, for anyone. The, the, Zack Ryder's still employed. Think about yeah. like that for a second. Oh, oh, good point. Standing
1: there in the doorway going, Ooh, Natalia, you touched my <laughs> Willy. I've got the best
0: figure collection. Has so. he? <laughs> I don't know, Daryl. Has he? Oh. <laughs> I've got the fit Emma's gonna be all right though because she's she's pretty good with her social media and stuff and she's got other things she does so even if she like she just does wrestling she still a little bit she does man. I've seen her Instagram <laughs> but then like she did that cooking show and stuff and she can go back into doing things like that and maybe she could like, use the name Emma she'll just use a real name yeah uh, well, em- Tanil. Tennille yeah so she didn't like, when she did that cooking show sounds like was- you've got
1: 10 Neils all right Neil <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sounds a bit
1: trailer trash, doesn't it? Well, it's, it's Australian though. She's actually know, remember yeah. she's actual Australian.
2: Yeah,
1: like you think she'll go back to Australia? Something must have happened here, right? I'm, you know, I know they're cutting corners, but or cutting costs, I should say, I suppose, or maybe cutting costs by cutting corners because they cut out the corner Pyro for Kane. But mm-hmm. something must have happened here because I don't think they knew that they were releasing her when they had the Asuka match. Surely?
2: No. Well, Vince is a mentalist.
1: Yeah, that is true. That's
2: proven track record, isn't it? So yeah. like, He wouldn't give a fuck. Maybe he's like, Hey, Caitlin, I thought we
1: fired you. <laughs> I remember. Oh, well, you're all the same to me. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go into my office.
0: Are you saying that when he fired Darren Young, he was trying to fire Shelton Benjamin? Yes. <laughs> no, he knows that Shelton doesn't have hair. he yeah, sees season- like, Orlando Jordan, I thought we fired you. <laughs> You want it's, jo- <laughs> it's a joke that works on two
2: levels. Oh,
1: it does. Every time he sees Shelton, he's like, "Hey, well done, Jason. You're doing a great job as Kurt Angle." <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: dear. But yeah, I think Emma will be all right. And then there's Summer Rae, who hasn't really done much recently. She was all right when she was on Total Divas, was she? Yeah. I mean, she's, she's got weird eyes. She was. She was a bit of a dickhead, but you need that on that type of show. That is built for that, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's on the network.
1: Then... She's got weird eyes. Her eyes don't always look in the right direction. It's weird. Mate, Shawn Michaels is one of the biggest stars in the yeah, industry. Yeah, but he got kicked in the face, <laughs> and that's what happened to him.
0: How did it happen to him, Daryl? You know, know. these like, things. Shawn know. Michaels isn't slightly looking in the wrong direction. Yeah, but he one of the biggest stars. stars.
1: Yeah, but she, like, she's got crazy
0: eyes. Like, She looks like she would probably kill you. She used to do lingerie football. Oh, well, there you go then. She's what probably got. Thing? Yeah, lingerie football's a thing. Like, she used to... Playing the lingerie football we got. Oh, in the race. I feel
1: bad then. She's probably got CTE or something. I don't yeah, know. Probably.
0: Can you get lingerie CTE?
2: I don't know, but I'm quite interested in this sport. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. Don't they
1: have their Super Bowl like the the hour before the Super Bowl or something?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. But I think it's on around the same time as the Puppy Bowl, so I never get the chance to see it.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, you do you do you do like the puppy bowl, don't you? I genuinely even if, do. Even if you didn't have an interest in American football, you'd still watch the puppy bowl. I know that for a fact.
2: Yeah. But well, could- maybe the lingerie bowl, if there's an accident, could turn into the puppies bowl. Oh, all
0: right, Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, we not throw ta- that
2: accusation at me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
0: hell, we're not talking about that type of stuff until next. Yeah, until later. <laughs> um, but yeah, Summer Rae, I think, will be all right too. She's still got like. I'm guessing she'll do modelling. I think she's sure. still going to do bits of wrestling and stuff. Why? Just go and do yeah. something else, love. I'm looking forward to Emma being like sat at a table, like awkwardly taking pictures with people at Southside.
1: I was going to say she's definitely going to Southside, didn't she? Yeah. So I, I love picture. Yeah. Enjoy, it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Why not? And then we come to Darren Young.
2: Right. So, fir- sit back and enjoy this. Firstly, the fire Jack Swagger, which, <laughs> which, pi- which pissed me off no end. Right. <laughs> then secondly, right, he's missed a No Days Off. Right. Not anymore. N- yeah, exactly. He's got a 90 day no compete. So he's got 90 days off. What's he going to do? <laughs>
0: it's not fair. Just I saddled in with Bob fucking Backlund and he made that work. I- Don't be racist. I'm not going to be racist. Right. I'm going to say, Whatever he's gonna do on his ninety days off is probably the same thing he's been doing for the last ninety days. Bombing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what he's gonna be doing, mate. Because what? Right. Because if I had ninety days off, I'd just be power wanking, power wanking, <laughs> playing playing WWE, which is still buggy and glitches. <laughs> <laughs> is he in that game? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, there you go. Then. I made primetime players all the other day. Put oh, all together. Got them back together. I know. Garrett, did you think
0: the same thing when you first got the game, thinking? This must be the first year when you haven't got a bunch of like people on the current roster who haven't been released in the last six months on the game, and then they released a bunch of people to make it slightly out of date again. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, the first time they managed to do it, and you didn't have like some fucking randomer who got sacked three months ago, like JTG or something, and then now we've you know we've got Emma in that on. I made Emma a women's champion on it. Have I'm you not petty. got Austin Aries and Neville on it? Austin Aries isn't. Is he not? They must they have, have been quick uh, enough. Uh, to and get and him Neville's out, then. technically still there. Yeah they they've not officially released him. I thought we said last
1: week he'd been released.
0: Yeah but they've not like come out and said we've granted
1: that would be a bit awkward wouldn't it for Neville like they're, they're over here now and they're like it's like ah uh, uh, how are you
0: man can I, can I come back to Newcastle like and they're not you're, not you're not coming on our dollar. He's sat in Florida trying to ship in chicken dippers.
1: <laughs> Where are the rice Krispies? Gazza, what are you doing here? I brought some fish and chicken man. <laughs> This isn't Kurt Angle from last week, in case yeah. anyone's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, do you think there'll be more releases then, joking aside? Because someone, uh, someone on something I was reading actually mentioned Gallows and Anderson, but I think they mentioned that in context of what happened on Raw with the uh, Halloween street fight. And
0: also Carl Anderson has really revealed uh, removed everything involving WWE off his Twitter.
1: Has he? Yep. Oh, he's preparing for it then,
0: isn't he? It's like putting your goggles on
1: before you go mm. into
0: the pool. Yeah. And then Finn didn't... Balor was winding things up by tweeting a picture of a grey stone that said "Buy on it. <laughs> 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 oh, and Rusev also tweeted, if I go, I go. <laughs> well, yeah, well, but then Rusev,
1: Rusev's their allegory for the... Um, oh, God, I can't remember his name. Oh, who's the guy? If he dies, he dies.
2: Yeah, Yeah, Ivan what's Drago. his name?
1: Ivan Drago. There you go. That's what he's doing. He's doing a little Ivan Drago.
2: While we're talking about Twitter, Leo Rush has gone on twi- Twitter. Oh, <laughs>
1: mate. Yeah, I d- this should be up oh. there. Well, way to ingratiate yourself into a company you just joined. You know
0: what? I proper love Leo Rush, but this is fucking stupid. What is he thinking?
1: Uh, anyone? He's, wants not. To kn- he's not. That's the issue. <laughs> anyone want to know El Lequeiro's thoughts on the situation? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> well, let me- Wait, How? Allegra uh, has Twitter. Do you, do you speak Spanish? Well, he does it through a translator, C. doesn't Okay, it. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, it does that translate? just say, like,
0: see Ariba? Yes, it does, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, Leo Rush. So, for those who are unaware, um, he posted a tweet making fun of Emma for getting fired, pretty much. So, it's sort of like,
2: then, this is what happens when you're not ready for Asker or something? Yeah.
0: And then posted an apology. That was not an apology. It was more of a, I'm sorry you didn't understand my joke. I'm sorry I no, but you favorite. found my joke funny. Yeah. It was just. But then all the roster like fucking. They jumped on him like he was a member, like he was someone in popular culture who said wrestling is fake. Yeah. Like they did with that guy from Kings of Leon. Yeah. And you know, all those other idiots. Like, and rightly so. because I think he's only like 22, 23. He is proper young. And he's got a kid and he should know better still. And it's fucking, it's, just ridiculous because he is so talented and he could be really great. And he's probably just shot himself at foot and he'll be fired soon. El Guerra said classless behaviour from a guy who
1: turned himself in uh, who turned an entire roster against him in forty eight hours due to sheer arrogance and ignorance. Hashtag oh what a rush. <laughs> he also said that he was the he spent two he met him once and he spent two days acting self important and arrogant to the point where the roster asked the promoter not to bring him back.
0: I wonder if that was Southside. Because he, like, he was on the Southside shows last October in Sheffield. Uh, he was in a four way match. Back. No, he was in a four way match with Brian Cage and Robbie X and someone else. Oh, yeah. I can't remember who.
2: So, because um, now Darren Young's gone, you know, Heath Slater is the only member of the Nexus left. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, That's so, the uh, only active member. Yeah, because. I think he does... Um, Otunga sometimes does a kickoff show, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's and, not and
1: Daniel Bryan. You mean the original Nexus as well, not... Because, yeah. like, I mean, you know, Michael McGillicott, still hired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the proper Hosky Harris yeah. is still there.
2: So, like, Joe, you know when Stu Bennett's <laughs> when, finished, when he's not finished being defiant yeah. and everything, do you think they're going to reunite the Nexus?
1: Definitely. I think they should. Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll be what they'll do. It'll be the
0: next boom period. Yeah. Kermit yeah. Nexus for, like, the coolest thing in the world for, like, two months. I was yeah. never impressed.
2: I I've I really liked Wade it. Barrett, and I like Daniel Bryan, and I like Michael Tarver because he looks a bit creepy. Um, Racist. And he's a, he's the person responsible for. Thanks for that Shelton, <laughs> Mister One Point Nine Seconds. <laughs> but let's not let's not forget they were, they all wore matching T shirts, which which I know somebody on this podcast fucking hates. Mm. They wore matching T shirts that had yeah. this massive yellow N on it. <laughs> 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 bit geeky in it. Oh, let's all wear matching armbands. Yeah, I can't imagine any sort of
1: matching t-shirt with an N on it would make any sort of success in wrestling, especially with some kind of invading group that would take over the rest of the company. (laughs) No. No success in that at all.
0: I I, I quite like the armband thing as well.
1: Yeah, the armband thing was all right. Was it?
0: Like I, I, no, one of okay. my favorite like pieces of merchandise I've ever had is an international noise conspiracy armband that I used to have on my jacket. Right, I don't know about that, yeah. but, but let's talk about wrestling though. Uh, the armband. I, I, love that. I like I like an armband. It's the armband like a worked. Thing. The
1: armband worked for one specific reason, and it was that cage match where Ray, Wade Barrett came back from injury, and CM Punk climbed up the cage to go and help him out. He's like, oh, lol, joke. I'll take your armband. See you later, John Cena's gonna beat you. Bye." <laughs> I watched that intro from that Money in the Bank 2011, and it's, it's very easy to forget that that entire video package devoted to CM Punk is just him in the Nexus. Yeah, he fists. was the leader of the new Nexus. Yeah, the it? new Nexus, everything, new everything's much better <laughs> with Mason. We'll talk about the new Black Jacks. Yes, yeah, so I knew you were going to bring that up before we even got the chance to talk about it.
0: <laughs> well, well, can we not talk about that in like two weeks? I don't have a fucking clue, mate. Yeah, we're talking. about <laughs> I don't know what day, we're, fucking week. You'll get, <laughs> you'll get to talk about that in two weeks,
1: Darren. I can't you. fucking wait. We talked about. Defi- you t- you mentioned defiant, right? Yeah, you know who's very defiant. Who's very defiant, mate? Uh, uh, that 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 one I don't like off of what culture? Who's now? Off- yeah, off of cultaholics. Cultaholics. Not yeah, it should be now. Yeah, yeah, he's he's gone.
2: Oh yeah, why 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 is he gone?
1: Basically, turns out he's a massive fucking dirty bastard.
2: Can I just point out that I've hated him since day one. Well I hated him since day one. Yeah, I know. But yeah. like so, just, for, just for the listeners. So
1: so 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 you've hated him since day one. Yeah. You've I've hated it since day one. How much how much money did you give What Culture when he was working for them? Uh 0 pounds 0 pence. Uh, 0 pounds 0, zero pence is about well. done. How did you how much money did you give them? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be careful
2: cuz he'll send you a message asking you to do exactly that. Can so. I just point out that I'm not going to get into his full fucking tweet that he sent out. Where yeah. he said, "Oh, I'm getting professional help for my issues." Um He's just a sex pest yeah, How do you get professional help for that? Like
1: He's just He's just a knob Yeah you know? Like He's made it, made it all about himself as well So uh, I I realized we bought into that a little bit By just slagging him for it But I just I, I just wanted to take The time on our media To let him know Adam You're a cunt
2: I'm really glad I walked straight fucking past him At the UK show that I went The WWE UK Championship Tournament show Good I Walked straight fucking past him to even acknowledge him I saw him from a distance Saw it were him so somebody wanted to pitch with him and I fucking blanked him and it passing because he's a cunt. <laughs> Blended.
1: Let's let's address Raw. Let's talk about something worthwhile talking about. Let's talk about Raw. Let's talk about Raw is brawn Sorry, listeners, but it had to be done. <laughs> he came out of a bin lorry. He lives in bin lorries. <laughs> he lives in vehicles,
0: doesn't he? He's like, Oh, you've thrown me a vehicle, I'll just I'll just keep about in this one for ages. I know, he switched. Yeah, he changes the colours of them, doesn't he? Yeah, because the original one was white and he got a red one this time, so that means that... Covered it in blood. Do you think that like he woke up in the bin lorry yard and got out of it and then that one set off again? He's like, well, where am I supposed to stay now? So he got in a, in that other one and he, then that one luckily turned up at Raw. That's what he does. He uses them like Trojan horses. He gets into <laughs> the place. He's like, oh, no, I'm I'm stuck in... Ah, now I'm going to get my it's own like, one. It's
2: like the Strowman
0: Underground Railroad. It just we, gets him
2: around. Can, can I ask a question about logic with this?
0: Why would he? Don't, don't, because it'll ruin it. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> no, no, dude, go on. Why, why, would he, why would he come back in a bin lorry? Make this like, point in, to me. Because in, in, in the back, of, in he the back is, of the bin lorry as well. He is the modern, gnarly. You know how when things get rebooted, they're a bit more intense and scary? Yeah. He's the rebooted Oscar the Grouch. Okay. That's all he is. Like, he, he lives in bins and he puts people in bins and yeah. he's mainly bin related as far as I understand Braun Strowman. But he's not, he shouldn't actually be in a bin, should he? He's all right, he's brought... Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be in a bin. I can, I can understand him putting Callisto
2: in a bin. Yeah.
1: I th- I'm all right with it. I think he's just making the point. He's like, oh, you love me in a bin lorry. Well, here I come out of a bin lorry to kill you. Because he's a, he's a Halloween monster. That's
0: yeah, what he is. After how much I praised all like the horror movie stuff in the TLC main event, I thought it was a bit too much in this. <laughs> oh,
2: laugh. I've got something to add Go to on. the thing about Halloween. But it's about Halloween, it's on SmackDown, so we'll talk about it after this.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, we talk. We talk, Are we going to talk about the the, the best match on roll, which was the Halloween trick or treat fight? I mean, if you really want, it was amazing. I enjoyed it, and I genuine i mean that genuinely. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. It was enjoyable, right? Okay, because it was ridiculous, and that's why it's fine. Right. So, and it had uh, Tex Ferguson. So that's okay. the closest I you're going to get to I Tex Ferguson on WWE. About. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm talking about the tag team. Also, Rhino wearing women's underwear. Yeah, but. I know it's Vince's sense of humor, why
2: was he he Santa Claus and Mrs Claus? Why not? Yeah, but it's Halloween.
1: Yeah, but they got it wrong, didn't they? Because he's got
0: kids. Did you watch Talking Smack at the end of last year when Rhino was on it dressed as Santa and was just perving on Renee Young the entire episode? There you go. He was just pretending to be like a drunk Santa and just making awkward comments towards Renee Young the entire episode. Yeah. And then Becky Lynch as well, I I to remember. Have I
2: told the story of my interaction with Rhino on air? I don't know if I have.
0: No, tell it I, on air. I've got a story I can't tell it's on
2: air.
1: Re- it, it, it's, <laughs> About right now. I mean, did he smash
2: a vase? No. No. I mean, it, He it did smash a vase, though. It weren't like... Not a vase. ...being sexually awkward with me, but it was being very awkward with me. So like, I he went is, up yeah. to him to like, get a picture or an autograph or something. And he said, oh, well, it must have been an autograph because he said, what's your name? Because he was signing it. He mm. says, oh, my name's Daryl. So he, he's like, oh, how do you spell it? So I spell it for him and he's put it on it. He, and he, he's like, I had a friend called Daryl at school I just looked at me. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> can, can, Am I allowed to leave now, Mister Rhino? Do you or? know each
1: other, or do you know? Are you part of the Daryl Club?
2: Yeah, do you not get the monthly, the bi-monthly newsletter? I mean, there's a lot of Darrels that
1: I
0: buy, but uh... <laughs> that's Darren, not Darrell. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. From what I remember, he does have a weird sense of humour, so that makes sense. Okay, because I spent a night in a bar with him, uh, SJK, Keith Meyer and Roughneck.
1: Who's SJK? I never heard of him. Corey Graves Ah there you go I got Corey Graves Action figure this yeah. week Ah uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah That's pretty cool isn't it Yeah well happy with that How many one PW people Have got action figures Oh there's loads mate But right. I don't owe you money Okay Do you owe me an action figure No
0: Okay just chatting. You can recreate the best match From the first anniversary show What You could do AJ Styles Versus Pac
1: Oh yeah yeah For some reason in my head I was going for the first show Which I wasn't at But yeah you could do actually That's true Yeah there's a lot of them now Isn't there yeah. oh, Could have done that ages ago Not gonna Speaking of something completely unrelated, we talked a little bit about Raw. Um, they've added Braun Strowman to the Raw team for Survivor Series, and the SmackDown team at the moment, as far as I recall, is Randy Orton. It's Shane McMahon because he's solid. Yeah, obviously because he's hard He added himself. You know, it's <laughs> that Stephanie came back by this yeah. by this week, which is it's yeah. good that that's not come to mind because obviously, even though she did berate him a bit, it didn't dominate the whole show. Kurt Angle was on the Raw team. Stephanie added him. Shane goes, well, if she's added a former Olympic gold medalist and World Wrestling Federation champion, I'm going to ask me, because I'm (laughs) hard. So there we go. And I'm the captain. Didn't they have a match for who was captain the previous week? And it was Randy Orton that won. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, Shane's the captain now.
0: Oh, well, the other thing, the other person in that match, uh, Bobby Roode is on the SmackDown team. Yep. And and Nack Muria. What? So at the WWE live show last night in uh, this week in Glasgow. Uh, they had Aska masks on sale for £15, but they didn't say Asker, they said Nakmuria. Nakmuria mask. £15. Are they real pounds. ones
1: or are they like the bloke
0: outside
2: that no, Daryl no, buys stuff the, on? No, no, the proper merch stand. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> the proper
0: merch stand had Nakmuria masks. Amazing.
2: <laughs> I don't start with the bloke outside because I remembered earlier about this bloke outside. Oh, yeah. We bought hoodies, really good hoodies Yeah, from they're the bloke amazing. outside. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, oh, I remember those ages stolen. ago. <laughs> yeah. Because they were official hoodies. I've yeah. still got it. Yeah. They were official. They were
1: stitched and everything. And they were definitely, like, I think I Googled afterwards and it was yeah. like, oh, these did exist. They're real.
0: Yeah. Well, mine's got a massive love heart on it. It says Shawn Michaels. Mine's <laughs> a Austin 316. I, I, I was there when you bought them because I think Jules was knocking around too because he bought one where it was just the WWE Stitch look, like Attitude logo, I think.
1: Yeah. They're really good. So, yeah, I wouldn't, dis- I wouldn't dream of dissing the bloke outside. He's a great yeah. guy. He's got, he's got kids. Yeah, he, he does have kids. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's good.
2: Dan, is it time for the no, no, Drew? No, it's or... time for Smackdown. Okay, so, yeah. okay. Right, did you see New Day dress up? Yes, That's I did. That's all yes. I want to talk
0: about. <laughs> My favourite part was Akeem.
2: <laughs> was it? I liked yeah. Brother
1: Love. <laughs> what I enjoyed about it was that obviously Big E dressed as Akeem and the other two went, well, we're going to be at the side so we'll dress as managers. <laughs> well yeah. done. Genuinely, excellent. Brother Love was excellent, yes. Just for the sheer effort of having to paint your entire face red. <laughs> so, nice one, Kofi, that was good. Did I mention who else was on the SmackDown team? Yeah, we mentioned Nak Moria and Bobby Roode. Yeah, Bobby Roode saved us from Dolph Ziggler. I would imagine some more people are going to be added to the Raw team. Probably, yeah. I think probably one person in particular. But he's missing at the moment because he's not come to the UK. Because they're in the UK right now. Yeah. In fact, some of you may have seen them at recent house shows. But they're, The Shield are missing a member, aren't they? Yeah. Roman Reigns it? isn't here. But you know who is here? Go on. Triple H, baby. Oh, that's good. Good news, isn't it? So you know how he had that long-running feud with Seth Rollins. Yeah. That ended with them having a match. Yeah. And then we haven't seen Triple H yeah, since. Yeah, because Seth Rollins is a Kingslayer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they there was a match in Glasgow. What what, what do you think happened? Uh, Triple H got involved. Yes, he did. Yeah. 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 And what he, do you think uh, happened? He beat down Seth Rollins.
0: No. Well, they're in a feud.
1: But no, they're not. Oh.
0: No. No. What he did? he goes, "Oh, lads, have you got that?" Uh, that flat jacket, you get Kurt Angle. You got, you got it spare. Do you get me a big one? They're like, well, we haven't washed it since. No, it's fine. It's Olympic sweat.
1: One thing I had to say, actually, uh, Triple H's outfit that he came out in before they even gave him the flat jacket, it it's not his ring gear. He's not in trunk shape. Whatever no. it is, he's got long trousers. did he wear trunks
0: but, for the chilli show the week before?
1: I don't know, but whatever it is, he's clearly no longer in trunk shape <laughs> because like, he's got long trousers, he's got boots. Yeah, he's got the shield trousers on, hasn't he? He's camp- got... Uh, but he had like a, just a vest.
2: It was a leather vest, wasn't yeah, it? A leather vest so meant to go on top of a denim jacket. Yep. As Exa-
1: yeah, as everyone knows. as everyone knows. Yeah, that's how that's how you wear those clothes. That's how he should wear those clothes. Yeah, but I'll give them the due. Right when they had their little, it was Ambrose and Rollins in the ring, and they had a little verbal argument with whoever it was. I can't remember who it was, but it was definitely on Cesaro and Sheamus. I can't remember who the third person ones. It was quite a nice little callback. Seth went, you know that Roman Reigns isn't in, in here, but what you should know is that we always have a plan B. And they <laughs> pointed it ramp, didn't he? Because that's what Triple H said when yeah. Seth Rollins said it's alright, isn't it? Oh, that's fine then. That makes it okay, that's the rule. Cool. So, Triple H against Kurt Angle at WrestleMania, everybody?
0: Yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah, and
1: Daniel Bryan cries about it. Yep. Now, it's 20 years since, since Survivor Series, as we've mentioned. We are going to go on to talk about that, but I'm going to bring it up now because... Uh, Twenty years since Survivor Series, they've got a you know, since Montreal they've got to do something, haven't they? What what if uh we'll have what, a ring the bell moment. What if Triple H comes and rings the bell against Raw? Uh, well I'm starting Kate to Angle's got him in Angle, uh, <laughs> Angle, or someone's got him in some kind of submission hold. Uh, oh. I I I, I'm starting that,
0: to believe that Daniel Bryan teaming up with Kevin Steen and uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn instead
1: what's he going to team up and stand at the side well, and complain about yeah and then, and then corpse
0: oh, yeah. That's exactly yeah that's exactly but then thing, I, I'd, yeah. I think I'd really enjoy the, him teaming with those two even if he's just a mouth like just stood at side of him Fair Enough. what
1: else would you enjoy in wrestling Dan do you have anything else that you enjoy in wrestling
0: oh, by popular demand the original music is back it's kind of quiet. well you say popular demand which one of our four listeners said? Excuse me, mate. Right, if you don't let him do it,
1: otherwise I'll bring back the no, I'm Dar report. And you know, you know I will.
0: Yeah, I, I, I get tagged in stuff now with hashtag Drew Gulak report by Yay. at least one person. <laughs> oh well, oh, if it's one it's person again. Then. Yeah, it's playing it off. <laughs> uh, the only thing I'm going to mention this week, I know that he did his PowerPoint presentation. And it had his face on a pumpkin. You don't um, like this, Daryl, by the way. This is this is this
1: is your sort of wheelhouse. Yeah. Just you get,
0: we'll get is there, it? Don't worry. So, his Halloween costume. Yeah. He, he dressed up as Sasha Banks. I've seen a picture, mate. Yeah, he doesn't look like Sasha Banks. He doesn't look like him in the photo. It's really creepy. But the most creepy thing is you can cl- clearly see the full outline of his cock. Yeah. It's pretty much, but, it's but, almost but, penis cast. But, but, but penis it's cast. not penis cast, it's more like Bulge what? cast, isn't it? Bulge cast. Bulge cast. Yeah,
1: like the spin-off show. Well, There you go then. It's like it's yeah. like Big Brother's Little Brother. Yeah. So yeah everyone... Or Drew Gould's Little Penis. <laughs>
0: So everyone, go to uh, Sasha Bank's Twitter and see the outline of Drew Gulak's penis. It's
1: yeah.
2: Daryl yeah. did.
0: Yeah. I weren't impressed.
2: He's on it now. <laughs> um, talking about Why Halloween, you your penis out. Oh, I always do. Um, talking of Halloween, did
0: you see the um Bullet Club do Halloween? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen the actual show yet, but I've seen the video of the entrance. So last year they did Ghostbusters. It was just um the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, and two of them were just as Ghostbusters, and one of the Young Bucks as a ghost running around the arena. And this year, it was uh, Marty skirl dressed as Aladdin, mm-hmm. Chase Owens dressed as the genie. There you go. And Kenny Omega dressed as Princess well, Jasmine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Shabata was on commentary for this show. Yeah. And Shabata just like out, like it's quite quiet on commentary, and all of a sudden, Shabata just goes, "Kenny Omega makes a pretty woman." <laughs>
1: <laughs> i hope he le- i hope he never never clarified that and just stayed quiet for a solid five minutes after that yeah
0: one of the big spots of the match as well was the big kiss which yeah. will osprey was trying to stop happening and then eventually they beat him down enough that they could kiss and then finish off the match uh. <laughs> finished each other off in back yeah.
1: just mentioned mentioned japan for a second there uh, i read a thing apparently you know ayesha Rai? yeah she's not going to the WWE.
0: no no it's she's she went back to stardom months ago
1: but oh right but i Apparently, it's something to do with a heart.
0: Yeah, apparently, they found a heart condition, but it might be a case of WB being super careful rather than it being a massive, serious issue. It's like, um, I, I don't know if we can say it on air, but we know a person who had a possible WB contract offer taken away because of an issue involving his blood pressure and stuff. D- Daryl
1: said not to talk yeah. about
0: this, okay? You know, um, it's like, it's a fucking touchy subject, <laughs> but yeah, um. WWE can be very careful in the medicals, and if there's anything other than being 100 percent healthy while getting signed, they won't sign you anymore. Unless you call fucking Kurt Angle. And- oh, bounce bounce, <laughs> bounce, 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 bounce. <laughs> but yeah, um, she's been back in Stardom for a little while now, because um, she, lo- oh no, she was going back for the title, but then it kind of got derailed with Tony Storm accidentally winning the title in Stardom. What? Did so we she- spoke about this last week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, there was a title match, and the champion, uh, Maya, I can't remember her name. Oh. But yeah, she dislocated her elbow like a minute into the match and uh, had to yeah. stop it and the world. Tony Storm the title. Yeah, So she holds like two or three titles in stardom now. That's right, yeah. I think I remember that actually.
1: NXT War Games rules have been released. You know, that's that's like the culmination of Montreal Screwjob 20 years on season. Yeah. The War Games rules have been released. Right, so this is why you'll love this, Daryl. Right? Obviously... Don't touch my leg again. Well, so... I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. Listen. Don't tell him he's touching me. <laughs> so the rules are, right all three teams are going to be contained inside cuz obviously we've got the two cages right in the ring yep. what's the only way they could make this better shark cage yes shark
0: cages Is that baby genuine? yeah, oh, yeah genuinely oh, more <laughs> i genuinely don't know the that, rules Russell, of this going in what, like what's i have seen that <laughs> How-
1: all three teams will be contained inside separate shark cages by the entranceway with a member of each team as chosen by its respective squad starting the match after 5 minutes the, first, the remaining members from one team will be released from their shark cage and allowed to enter the match when another three-minute period elapses, the remaining members from the second team are released from their shark cage and enter the match. Following another three-minute period, the final team's members are released from their shark cage and enter the match. Once all three teams have entered the wargames match, a victory can be attained by pinfall or submission. There is no clear distinction as to whether there will be a roof over the cage. Uh, you, missed the, you
0: missed the one key thing out of that.
1: Uh, you can say the match beyond. Yeah, you didn't it's say not written that- on here, so there... <laughs> That's yeah. WWE's fault, not
0: mine. I was expecting, and then the match beyond. I could,
1: yeah, I could have said that, but they didn't write it down, so it's oh their God. fault in a way. Fuck's sake, they've got Can't Tony go
0: Schiavone to do some uh, on the
2: YouTube channel. Yeah, really, oh, yes. it's on the YouTube channel. Yeah, and does he remember anything, or? <laughs> well, I think he's reading from a script, mate. Yeah, but he he's, he's stood in front of a green screen, um, doing pretending like he's announcing an old school war games match, but <laughs> it's the. For
1: the new war games, basically. All right, okay. Is he reading those rules? No. Does he mention shark cages at all? No. Then what's the point?
2: No, I just thought I'd let
1: you know. Uh, all right.
2: So, so, sorry. It's okay. You don't need to
1: apologise. Right. right. Montreal Screwjob 20 years on. We're starting our Montreal Screwjob 20 years on season today, aren't we? If you want. Yeah, we if are. Yeah, well, you did a whole advert about it.
2: Do it next week if you want. No.
1: Mate. No. no. <laughs> We've got a, t- we got a schedule. We've got a time schedule. Oh, maybe right, we'll do it now, though. Well, all right. right. Well, who do you want to talk about? Darrell, yeah. who do you want to talk about? British Bulldog. Dan, who do you want to talk about? Brett Hart, obviously. I uh, will dwell. Well, did he have any friends? Yeah, yeah had. No, Let's we... talk about the Hart Foundation. The Hart Foundation, nineteen ninety-seven. After this, the Rhino.
2: This November, the Royal Rumble Podcast presents Montreal twenty years on. Tune in on the 5th of November for Career Mode, Heart Foundation 1997, where we take a look at the Heart Foundation's rise and fall in the WWF during 1997. On the 12th of November, we discuss whether we think the Montreal Screwjob was all planned out ahead of time in the Grumble debate, was the Montreal Screwjob a work? And on the 19th of November, we review the full pay-per-view where the notorious event took place, Survivor Series 1997. That's not all. We will round off the month on the 26th of November with a look back at this year's Survivor Series weekend, including NXT TakeOver, War Games. Expect all that and much, much more during the Royal Grumble podcast presents Montreal 20 years on.
1: Bloody love that little tune. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's Hart Foundation Career Mode 1997. Dan, Dan, you could not be more excited, could you?
0: A month worth of Bret Hart stuff. Even this... though, like It's the weirdest thing where it's probably Bret Hart's peak in terms of his match quality at some points, but then also it ends the way it does. Yeah, it's my favourite point in his career. <laughs> <laughs> this is like your Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what are we doing for
1: Christmas, by the way, Daryl?
2: Have we got a plan for
1: Christmas
0: yet?
2: We've got a quiz. We might have a quiz.
0: Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. there's a little teaser for everybody. All I'm saying
2: is the answers to every question in the quiz have been on the show this year.
1: So essentially everyone should go back and listen to every show from
0: this year? Yeah. Good. Tell your friends. But it also
2: makes you two look foolish when you don't get them
0: right. Well, I mean. I can't remember we did it first off at show. (laughs)
2: You know what you were doing the
1: second half of the show, though, didn't you? Yeah. I can't remember what we did. No, I don't have to do that this week. I things, do remember what we did for the first half of this show. You
0: know, one of the things that we watched for like this month worth of stuff, I haven't seen since pretty much the time it happened. Yeah. I've refused to watch it back, and you know what it is. Yeah, we do. I yeah, have not do. watched yeah, that yeah, match yeah, back yeah, since. I watched the first time. I got a tub
2: of lube. Obviously, <laughs> settled down tissues. Yeah. Light mood oh. lighting. Oh, it was messy. Marvin Gaye uh. background. <laughs>
1: I've been feeling fine, baby. <laughs> anyway, stop ruining it for Dan. Come on. Let's, let's do this. Let's do Heart Foundation 1997. Dan, you made us try and start in 1996. So yeah, like, try and justify
0: that for us. Because the story starts in 1996. So well, technically... Heart Foundation 1997 starts in 1996. Yeah. Ooh,
1: how, how is that possible? The
0: build-up of everything starts. Go so on. it technically starts at WrestleMania 12 when Bret lost oh. to Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, the boyhood dream came true, all that stuff. After that, Bret went home for a while. Uh, they had contract negotiations, and he did a few other things outside, and he did a few international tours. Eventually, he came back, and the landscape of WWE had changed massively because of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Stone Cold came along at King of Ring, won that, and fans were starting to get behind this bad guy who refused to do anything nicely. It, like the, He was the opposite of Bret Hart. That led to a match at Survivor Series, which Bret Hart narrowly won, and then onto the Royal Rumble, where Bret was the last legal participant in the match, but not the winner, as oh, Steve Austin yeah, okay. snuck back into the ring after being eliminated by Brett to eliminate The Undertaker, Sid, and Bret Hart. This was the start of Brett saying that the company were trying to screw him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good choice of words, Brett. Well done. Yeah. Well done. That,
0: that ended well. Yeah, um, it's in the intro to the show. I know. It's one of the early promos. I know, I um, it. it eventually led to a fatal four way match with the final four participants of the Royal Rumble. This originally was why? supposed to be.
1: Why did that happen? Let's this us no, that no, no, no. Happened. This
0: match it was originally supposed to be f- to go on to WrestleMania to face a champion, mm-hmm. but then Shawn Michaels lost his smile. Oh, oh I can't find it. And the match it's a in year name, in the m- hurts. yeah, the match a year in the making was not to be, and the match instead became for the WWE. You know, we to. By the way, um, that that
1: lost his smile thing happened at the Manhattan Center. We forgot to mention that uh, Roy is coming from the Manhattan Center on. The first Raw of... Is it the first Raw of the year? No, it's or? 25th of January. 25th of
2: January. They're yeah, it's the 25th anniversary of Raw,
1: isn't it? Yeah, they're doing, a, they're doing a dual show. Uh, Simulcast. With, yeah, with, with yeah, that always works out well, doesn't it? <laughs> with the the Barclays Centre and the Manhattan Centre. It'd be, it'd be cool to see Raw in the Manhattan Centre, wouldn't it? Even though it's definitely just going to be Heath Slater and Rhino in <laughs> Santa Claus outfits going,
2: Oh, we're still here! No, Look of- who's still got <laughs> a job!
0: All the legend people are going to be at Manhattan Centre and then the... And the Barclays Center is going to be the main show. So then,
2: poor folks that have bought tickets for like Barclays Center have yeah. got to see the Miz, whereas yeah. if you <laughs> bought tickets for Manhattan Center, you're going to see Undertaker. Yeah, but the tickets for Manhattan
0: Center are ridiculously expensive. And you're Ke- going to see Undertaker
2: yeah. and Kevin Nash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all right.
0: Too sweet me. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Yep. So Bret Hart won the Fatal Four Way match to win his fourth title reign, but the night after lost because of Stone Cold Steve Austin to Sid. Yep. So Sid became the champion. A few weeks later, just before WrestleMania, there was a cage match between Bret and, and Psycho Sid, which Psycho Sid also won, and led to the very famous promo where Bret Hart claimed it was bullshit and he was being screwed, which isn't the reason why we have, three second, we have a seven-second delay on TV now. That is true. Uh,
1: to be fair, that, that, that cage match is clever. I do enjoy that cage yeah. match because it's
0: Undertaker and Ch- Stone Cold's involvement that I enjoy. Yeah, because if Brett won the match, then the Bret Hart Stone Cold match at WrestleMania would have been a title match. So Stone Cold helps Brett in that match because he wants to chop the title. It's one and of the, the rare takers, times in yeah.
1: Kayfabe where they've gone, well, what would make more sense? Like Rather than just sending Austin into twat Brett to lose the title, it's like, no, well, what would make more sense? He'd want to try and win the title. So it's yeah. all right. I'm all right with
0: that. And then the night. That led to WrestleMania 13 with the infamous double turn. We've covered that on the show previously. We have. And your actual that was favorite the, match. Yep. That was the night Brett um turned heel fully, even though it'd been coming for months. And led to where we start our story with the Heart Foundation 97.
1: So, 24th of March, 1997.
0: The night after WrestleMania, before the night after WrestleMania was a thing. Yeah,
1: back when, you know, night after WrestleMania was just a normal night and there wasn't a bunch of twats going, oh, look, I've got a sign. Oh, we are awesome. Oh, CM Punk. So, before we talk about. I mean, about- he, I
0: don't know if CM Punk was alive, he was probably yeah, about 10. He started wrestling I mean, two years
2: after. Yeah, that. He's, he's
0: older than me. I was were alive, when they? 15. Wow
1: technicalities so,
0: <laughs> on the same show as the match we're going to talk about Bret Hart attacked Shawn Michaels and put and in, re-injured his knee to fully cement his heel turn which leads into what? oh yeah Shawn Michaels was. is back by the way yeah Shawn Michaels knee injury was not as serious as everyone believes turns out he's alright according yeah, he to he Bret's book, a miraculous, yeah, miraculous recovery according to Bret's book when he announced it he was stood next to Undertaker and Undertaker just goes I'll believe it when I see the scar and everyone was just talking about how bullshit it was. <laughs> and then eventually Sean comes back, hey, I don't have to have surgery, guys. And everyone's just angry at him. Well, Sean can't exactly go,
1: oh, uh, a soldier beat me up. <laughs> no, Sean, that happened once already. Oh, um, I lost I lost my smile. That'll do. There you go. On
0: By the way, I, I will reference Brett's book quite a bit in this, because I, I reread all the 97 section. Uh, for the basic gonna refer- of the book. I'm going to reference Brett's book right now. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I was the best, and uh, everyone said how
0: good I was. Um. And then they said how great I was. The book is pretty much, I had a I'm match and I came backstage and The Undertaker or Kevin Nash or someone said, that was the best match I've ever seen. And, and then I went, Greskin thanks. came up to me and he was like, I wish I was a Canadian hero like you. And then I went home and cheated on my wife. Yeah, there is That's that. his book. Yeah. It's very good though. It's a very good book. Yeah, it's still
1: worth reading. But, it's definitely you know, a very good book. Worth reading with an entire vat of salt next to you. Just so you can take <laughs> a pinch every time that he says anything. <laughs> So yeah, twenty-fourth of March 1997. ninety seven.
0: We're starting this epic journey that leads to one of the most infamous events. We are starting
1: it with one of SmackDown's top eleven tag teams. <laughs> which is which is the headbangers <laughs> against two dead people.
0: Oh fuck uh, off, really? What they are? I didn't kill them. You don't even say the names. <laughs> 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 oh, oh we started i wondered yeah. how long it'd be before we mentioned Well, if we
2: get it out of the way you know what i mean like it's always. Owen... you think brett hart and dean malinka would like have
0: something in common with you the best mates yeah the anvil's still about though isn't he yeah yeah is he though <laughs> bobby because <laughs> spiritually i yeah. know oh, he woke up on total divas when natalia brought lana around to house he was teaching her how to shop put and everything spiritually
1: oh, yeah. though you know yeah he's He's dead inside, even so, if yeah. he's not dead outside. <laughs> this
0: is the Headbangers challenging for the tag titles from Owen Hart and Davey Boy Smith. Yep. And the story is, Owen and Davey have been... they've been, There's been a lot of dissension between them leading up to this. They had an amazing match in Berlin to crown the first European champion, which Davey Boy oh, won. Oh, but you in Berlin, yeah, they, didn't I? Oh, fucking bang on about fucking Berlin, did they around <laughs> this time? Jesus Christ. Yeah, that match is fucking amazing, though. It's so good. It's probably the second off... I'll say the third, third best Bulldog match in WBA. Yeah? like he fell his fucking earth. No, the, that's wrong. The, the other two matches are against Bret Hart, so it's SummerSlam 92 when In Your House 5. What oh. about that one where he gets rock bottom on dog shit?
1: The dog poop! The <laughs> dog poop! Rough- <laughs> if you want to hear more classic references like this, go back to our Bulldog Career Mode 2000, but we'll link it somewhere. But for yeah. now. <laughs> Part Foundation ninety seven.
0: Yeah, so this match was the Headbangers challenging for the titles, and all the while Owen and Bulldog are fighting between themselves. Yeah, they're not getting on
1: well, are they? Yeah, so they have a little scrap.
0: The Headbangers, right? I've been. I was they have listening a, a pull-apart brawl as well, don't they? Yeah. So with the head, I'll just talk about the Headbangers very briefly. Yes. Because I've been listening to um, SmackDown's Ryan and Vinny, number eleven tag team, where they review Raw and SmackDown from nineteen years ago, and I listened to that, and they bitch about the Headbangers a lot. I don't think they were as bad as other people make out. I mean, they're not great, but I watched quite a bit of them over this past week.
1: All I'm saying is yeah. one of these two teams got booked again recently. Which one? So <laughs> exactly, who's the real winners there?
0: Thrash and Mosher. Well, um, what? the WWE weren't culpable in the Thrasher death of and one Mosh. of them.
1: Oh, sorry, I forgot. What?
0: I'm glad we missed that one, so we don't have to talk about that anymore. All right, okay, yeah.
1: So they do get their match, in fact, the following week on Raw. Davey and Owen do get their match because yep. they've had their well, little scrap.
0: You mentioned you mentioned the pull apart brawl that they have, which lasts longer than the match, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much, and leads to them having a shout at each other while being separated. Oh, about... Bull- Bulldog's promo is amazing. Oh, Bulldog's <laughs> promos are always amazing. I beat you in Berlin,
1: I'm bizarre.
0: I'm, I'm I'm the British Bulldog. Hello. <laughs> My f- my favourite, I know we're jumping the gun I know it this. sounds a bit
1: like triangle there, sorry.
0: <laughs> we're jumping the gun by two weeks on this one, but I, I have to bring up the fact that he was the leader of Team Canada and he said, I'm doing this for Canada. Oh, come in on. his that, thick Manchester accent, it's mate, amazing. You,
1: you're literally ripping my that's, material That's a out.
0: preview for two weeks' time.
1: Yeah, well, let's get there. Right, Owen
2: against Davey. Yeah, Owen uh, against Davey we, happened we, in the we, next... Have, yeah, Daryl, we missed a massive chunk out of what happens yeah. af- Go after for it. on Raw, so... Uh, Bret Hart has a winch for
0: 20 minutes. Yeah, that is a long promo. Oh.
2: You
1: figured this out from the network, didn't you? Yeah. Because I don't think we knew this happened, but you went on the network and there's a massive gap in between the match uh, identifiers, and you were yeah. like, oh, Bret Hart comes out at the start of that. And then I fast forwarded and Bret Hart was still in the ring after oh, <laughs> it the a ring long rock. promo. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's very, very long. And he's uh, just pissing and moaning about certain things about. What Bret the- Hart is. Yeah, I know, it's <laughs> striking, isn't it? And, uh, Shawn Michaels comes out, I don't know, what happens first is he, he laughs at Shawn Michaels posing in a girly magazine, sorry I meant a gay magazine is what he says, <laughs> uh, then Shawn Michaels comes out as the biggest baby face ever, As like, so what if I want to live my life like that, I can live my life however I want it's not for you to judge me.
0: So there's a story in Brett's book later on where Hunter and Shawn explicitly told Brett that he had to call them homos in the ring and he had an issue with that because he didn't want to sound homophobic. Despite the fact openly calling it a gay magazine, yeah, <laughs> in the first that's place. all right. It, it's,
1: uh, um,
0: I didn't want to call them homos because I I like all the gays,
1: especially the benders, sort <laughs> of like yeah, the heart sort of mission on things.
2: And then Shawn Michaels went to leave, and then Bret Hart attacked him from behind. Then
0: did that sharpshooter figure four thing around the ring oh, post. Yeah, the figure four around the ring post, which into Bret's book is his favorite move to do. You can really yeah. tell that, actually, from yeah. Bret Hart matches. He yeah. really loves to do that. He only start, I think the first time he did it was Kevin Nash, and then he really started doing it this year in the Austin match. Yeah. But um, yeah, he, he liked to do it because, unlike when you do a figure four on the floor, there's naturally no pressure on the leg. So it doesn't hurt at all being in that move. The only danger is if the other person who's getting the move put on them doesn't hold on to your foot. Yeah. Because then you just smack your head against the floor and you're down. To, when, he, when he wrestled Goldberg once. Yeah. yeah. Goldberg didn't protect him, whereas Sean even in the Survivor Series match, protect always protected him with that bit. Wait, Yeah, Gold- in this one, you can see uh,
2: Brett puts his foot inside Shaw's jacket, inside, inside his jacket sleeve. Yeah. And he just like, so he doesn't even have to hold him, he just does it himself.
1: Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm shocked to hear that Goldberg didn't protect Brett Hart. Is that, I can't imagine that having any <laughs> ramifications. Oh
2: dear. Then Sid, Sid came out and saved Shaw Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, then Before he went but, away for a few months wait, to play softball. Then he goes for a break. Then it's Rocky Maivia versus Leif Cassidy. <laughs> mid match, Bret Hart decides, this is shit. Co- comes out to do commentary. <laughs> and then decides, no, even though I'm on commentary, this is shit. And then
0: beats up The Rock. Is that to build to the match next week? Nothing yeah. was ever heard of that guy again, I don't think. No. He beat up that jobber and nothing was ever heard of him no. again. <laughs> So the next week on Raw, yeah, sorry, um, we get Owen versus Davey, and also the main event of the show is Bret Hart challenging for the Intercontinental Championship against Rocky Maivia. I'll just tell a brief story about the Rocky Maivia match. According to Bret's book, Sean and Hunter hated The Rock because they saw him as competition. So they were pushing for Bret to win the Intercontinental title from him because they didn't like Bret, but they really hated The (laughs) Rock, and they wanted to cut the, like... Cut the legs Cut off the him. And it's, bro- another,
2: it's another belt that Sean could win later, isn't it? Yeah. That's what you got to think about. If you, yeah. you don't want to feud with The Rock, but it will feud with Brett. He's and, always yeah, sussed it <laughs> out, Brett argued to
0: change the finish, but we'll get into that in a second, because Cut something... Cut his balls off. Before that, we had the second best Owen versus Davy match of the year.
1: <laughs> second best behind which other match? Did they mention the other match? Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, oh, they, Berlin. They,
0: they had an amazing Max, match in Berlin. In Berlin.
1: I beat the in Berlin. Have they ever
0: been on a tour to Berlin? No, No. No. no.
1: Oh, wait, once.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. crowned the first in, European champion. Yeah. Whatever happens to that belt? D- uh, well, later on this year, someone a, else wins it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that soon. Oh.
1: So, uh, the Owen against Davy match, uh, like you say, it's, it's a pretty decent match. But yeah. the, I think, <laughs> for as, as decent as the match is, it's probably more notable for the finish or rather what happens after yeah. the finish. Yeah, because
0: uh, the match is so wonderfully paced as well. It's not like nowadays when we'd see a match that's going to end in an angle. It'd be a bit. It wouldn't be as impactful as this way. It felt like a big time match because they'd built it for several months, and then they were finally having this match on Raw, and then Brett comes out and gets in between them and stops them fighting.
1: Yep, he's like, "Hey, you two, right? Pack it in fighting against each other. That's just what they want because they're trying to screw me and
0: you and yeah. me, but especially me. But Americans also, don't believe you. in family values. Yeah, they are not like." My family, and Owen he? doing the fucking cry job and everything. <laughs> Owen starts crying and he's he always his, good at
2: that he they were legit, or do you think you? Oh, you said he's always good at it. It's so probably not
1: <laughs> Well, yeah. Do you not remember him doing the cry job when when it was Brett and Bob Backlund?
2: Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: proper selling it. Like, oh my god! Please throw in the towel. <laughs> and a minute she did. Ah, no man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no
0: so man. yeah. Brett gets them to stop fighting, and it. They have a big embrace and reform the Heart Foundation.
1: Yes, Heart Foundation, baby. Which, but was there anyone else
0: in the Heart Foundation? There is later. Yeah. Um. So in this, we get uh, this leads to um the Rock and Brett. But um, Daryl, have you got any other thoughts on this match?
2: No, I, I, I all I wrote was um, Brett made Owen cry. That's <laughs> that, that's what I wrote for my notes on this. Because uh, I was quite impressed at his crying
0: and then I just had it cut, cut out from under me that he did it before and I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to do that. So yeah, in the main event on this show we get Brett versus The Rock, The Heart Foundation interfere, show, um, not sure Michael, Steve Austin making the save and that's the end of the show and the birth of The Heart Foundation once again in WWE. Yeah. Now, on our match listing we've got, oh no, we haven't got, we've got one more match coming up here mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't think I've got the timeline right on this, and I'm, it's just occurred to me. Hold on, Dan's got Bret Hart's career wrong. Can we? Can we <laughs> I can't can... remember whether Pillman was before or after the
1: Austin street fight. Doesn't matter. Let's talk about Pillman, because that's important. Because so, we know the constituent parts of the Hart Foundation,
0: yeah. essentially, don't we? So Pillman joins, and Pillman joining the Hart Foundation isn't usual he comes out and interferes in a match on their behalf or anything. He just comes out in the beginning of the episode of Raw and cuts a super religious promo, talking about how the Hart Foundation had shown him the way and he he's a man of god and they're proper christian and everything and americans don't believe in the in good christian values like like canadians do which brings out the heart foundation who welcome him into the heart foundation it's, it's mental like they actually brought him in this way
1: now is this, it, surely is it, that this, is
0: a long promo too it's like a 15 minute promo at the beginning of the show
1: this is like it it does strike me a little bit as like whether they you- was there a particular reason why they wanted five instead of four, or did they just think Pillman was a good fit?
0: Or Pillman was a good fit. Um, there's quite a few people knocking around this time that actually trained in the dungeon, mm. and I think Pillman had some training there, and I think he also played in the everyone says they
1: trained in the dungeon. Yeah. I think Daryl trained there. There's at one a point, very key you? person. I mean, it was somebody's dungeon.
0: <laughs> there's someone who's involved in a lot of Hello? matches. Coming, he's been. <laughs> Fucking hell. What? I oh. didn't say anything. I yeah. just said hello,
1: that's all I'm saying. We're on
0: the line. Let's stay there.
1: <laughs> um, it.
0: There's a there's a person who's been involved in the match before all this he and he's involved collection. in a lot of matches. Oh dear. Chris
1: Chair did you sit in. Audience <laughs> <laughs> it's an audience of one. This isn't um. relevant to anyone. Please power through.
0: Yeah, um <laughs> there's a, Ken Shamrock is another trainee. And he's very respectful of Brett Hart and stuff, and that's why he was involved in a lot of the Hart Foundation matches later on. Yeah. They're that okay. was uh, him and Austin both like love Brett, so You reckon And that's Ken... that's from his book and also from their own interviews. Between Ken Sh- like, would Ken Shamrock beat beat up Stuart though, that's the real question. Fuck no. Yeah. He's got that old leather skin, Annie. he yeah. would now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think okay, we need from advice. 997 Ken Shamrock beat 997 Hart If Shamrock manages to show up to the fight, he probably fail for something beforehand.
1: Yeah, that's true. I, Shamrock's definitely the kind of guy who now could pull out of a fight with Hearts, citing injury. <laughs> but all I'm saying is it leaves me at the disadvantage. That's all
0: I'm saying. Yeah, the Heart Foundation become four, and we get Brett versus Austin in a street fight on Monday Night Raw on she- the 21st of April. Every week, the Hart Foundation leading up to this have been cutting promos and interfering in matches and just establishing themselves as the top heel group, pretty much. Really, the Bret Hart-Sean stuff is there in the background while the Bret Austin stuff is at the forefront. And this match is really great again. It's not as good as the WrestleMania 30 match because that's a classic, but it was a really fun match and it really helped establish Bret in his new role.
1: Yeah, it's kind of fun seeing this match, on This sort of match that they would... Mind you, I'm about to say this is a sort of match they would never put on Raw now, but of course, of course
0: they would. They would do just it every throw week, everything yeah. out any Anytime, three hours, would not they? Yeah, I don't know why I said that. No, carry on. No. Yeah, another thing um, I should mention from Brett's book, he talks about how it took some talking into working heel, but then when he realised that he gets to captain the ship, as it were, because in wrestling the heel calls the match. There you go. So Brett fucking loved it, didn't he? Funnily enough, Brett was all right with someone massaging his ego and going, but then, "Yeah, but then you're in charge." But then at the same time. Brett has some of his best matches during this period where he's calling the matches. So do you know, can, it's... can I
1: say something to you right? Like hmm.
0: this is probably Um I've I've not always enjoyed
1: a lot of Bret Hart's matches, but I I've never really watched any of this stuff and I enjoyed a lot of it. So yeah, yeah it, I agree. This, this whole yeah. run was brilliant. I do. I think it's it's partly to do with wrestling changing yeah. around this time. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed a lot of this stuff, especially the
0: well, not the next match we're about to talk about, but the, well, the match afterwards. There's a key thing that happens here. So in real life, Brett had quite a few injuries. His, his wrist had broken and his ankle was fucked. So they wrote him off by having Steve Austin absolutely fucking clatter him. The Heart Foundation eventually make the save and they do this big dramatic thing where he put, he's put on a stretcher, carried to the back. They put him in the ambulance and Owen's there. Like Owen's acting again. He's amazing in this scene where he's going, Fit, drive, drive the ambulance. And then they realise who the driver is. Of course, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin who's got <laughs> into the front of the ambulance who carries to on to beat Brett up even more. <laughs> Fully injuring him. But then we get the great period. What's the, what's better than just your standard heel promo? Uh, d- 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 it's been demonstrated many times over wrestling history. Uh, standard heel promo with, with, with... In a wheelchair. In a wheelchair, yeah. That, that's, a heel promo in yeah, a wheelchair what I was say. is yeah. always fucking brilliant. So we got Brett Hart in a wheelchair ripping into Americans every week while the Heart Foundation stand around and protect him. And the big thing as we go into the matches we're going to talk about is no one could get to Brett and it made him even stronger as a heel because the Heart Foundation were always there to protect him and Austin is continually trying to get to him and fails every time because the Heart Foundation block him off until eventually he does get hold of him because it's Austin and he's the best badass in the company. So we're
1: coming up to King of the Ring but I think yeah. it's important to note that this is around the time that, that- is Sean and Brett have another fight
0: backstage yeah it was just <laughs> after King of the Ring actually I yeah. think it was the week after King of the Ring yeah. where Brett and Owen had a fight backstage Brett and Sean uh, Brett and Sean sorry yeah. uh, so was this at the time when Brett was still in the wheelchair and this was the it was the Raw that ended with the promo where it, the show should have ended with Brett being super kicked out of his wheelchair but Brett's promo overran to the point that they were completely off the air by the time it happened and Sean was livid at him. Brett always claimed that he couldn't hear the cue because it was so loud in the arena. But everyone else involved in it said, Brett definitely knew the cue. It nah. was Brett. So Sean was furious about it. And the next week, it led to their fight, which wasn't much of a fight. And even Brett in his book says it, it weren't a fight. It was just us like, we managed to throw one or two punches at each other and I tore a bunch of his hair out. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was It was mentioned on the show. Uh, the was it, the oh, next, yeah. was it next week or the... Mentioned the show and it was also apparently mentioned of the WWF hotline, which is hilarious. Yeah, they, they were selling it on the hotline. Yeah, yeah hotlines. It didn't mean do Gene's as well as me. Yeah. Jim Ross's hotline. <laughs> they're just muddy, spinning racket before internet yep. existed. Ooh, yeah, what has Ma- happened, maybe?
0: Shawn Michaels ran to Vince claiming unsafe working environment and asked for his release.
1: Yep, breached his contract.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and they wouldn't give it him because they're like, fuck, are you just going to go to WCW? Fuck that. Yep. Um, before that, we had the King of the Ring. And at the King of the Ring, Bret Hart was supposed to be involved in a six-man tag. However, Brett was still injured and wasn't able to return to the ring yet. So instead, we got this match. We got Jim the Anvil Neidhart, Owen Hart, and Davey Boy Smith versus Sid and Legion of Doom. Yeah. This Good match I was... Legion of Doom. I put very poor, Neidhart is shit. Yeah, Neidhart, <laughs> Neidhart's always been a bit shit. He's pretty like, bad, n- isn't he? Like, the Hart Foundation were a great team. because, and Everyone thought at the time, well, oh, they're two great wrestlers. And then you realise coming out of the Hart Foundation... Considering Neidhart did fuck all and then got fired for failing a drug test, I believe, and then Brett became one of the biggest stars in the industry. Said, "Oh, we can see who the workhorse in that team was, and it wasn't the guy who had a shot put record." <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? Yeah, um, this six man tag isn't the best. Oh, isn't the best? It's bad. Yeah, right, let's just let's just go out there, right? I but- mean, Sid's never been br- like Sid's good at what Sid does, but in this match, he's he's a babyface, and it's weird and. You've essentially got one good
1: person in this match, though, haven't
0: you? Like, Owen. You've got Owen.
1: I mean, you can make an argument for Davey. You can make an argument for the Leader in June, but probably are not in 1997. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah definitely not in 1997. This was like the, <laughs> the shine
0: was starting to come off the Legion of Doom a little bit from their return. Yeah.
1: Although it did maintain, I think, uh, to be fair, they did maintain a bit. It was of
0: still a shine over. Forward. I mean, when they do the promo before the match, you've got um, Hawk doing the Water Rush promo, and oh, everyone oh, shouts it along sh- and everything.
1: Yeah, they don't shout out long in the next match that we're going to talk about, though, do they? No. No, this yeah. is fun. I always like watching this match back. So, yeah, Brett's back. Yep. And the rest oh, of the Hart family's back. Now that we're
2: up in
0: Canada, I'm fine. Who was knew? that, that Canadian <laughs> water in it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Canadian water. I think this is maybe the second most famous match of this run.
1: Probably, yeah, I would say so. The Canadian Stampede. Yeah, this is good fun. I enjoy this. This is a great yeah, this laugh. This is good. Yeah. So, they should do, like, this is... It's such a cliched thing to say, but they should do more of this sort of stuff in wrestling. It's just more fun, you know. Like make partisan crowds. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they make any effort to do that for a lot. Like they did it with CM Punk, and they make half like they're trying a half hearted effort of doing it with Jinder Mahal. Um, but we're not even going to get to see that on TV. So what's the point? Yeah. Like just make partisan crowds. Like it, it becomes memorable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure the reason they don't do it is they don't want to put off other markets. I don't care. Do it.
0: So this match is, because I didn't write it down on our notice board, it is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ken Shamrock. The Legion of Doom and Goldust. (laughs) Goldust. (laughs) Versus Brett. Goldust not
1: wearing FU on his his face this time. (laughs) Oh, we got that later.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Versus Brett, Owen, Davey. Jim and Brian Pillman. Yep. And the entire Hart family is pretty much at the side of the yeah, ring fucking too. Bruce is getting involved. Oh, Bruce. There Bruce is a story involved. about Bruce with this match, and I don't know whether you're going to tell it or no, I'll have to tell it later. You're going to tell him that. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll let you guys take the lead on right, this Right, Yeah, so uh, Vince must call Jim
2: Nidar the rhino about a million <laughs> times in this match. I think Vince has got an obsession with animals because... So when AJ Styles came, what were he called? Pitbull. Pitbull. Mm. And then I'm sure somebody else were another... Like, Roman Reigns is the big dog. Big dog,
0: yep. There's yeah. the rumour about him on the best skin rug. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> and the, the, the Viper. The Viper.
2: Rhino's called Rhino. <laughs> Jim Gymnard's a Rhino. You can't really blame him for Rhino.
1: Well, he's <laughs> <Rhinos laughs> called <a> Rhino. <laughs> oh. Uh... The other pit bulls, Jamie Noble and Kid Cat, Yeah, that counts. Yeah, he looked at Sable and thought,
0: "A doggies. doggy." Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, a bunch of things. Uh, Harvey yeah, he loves these animals. Doesn't he? Um, the yeah. new Blackjack, they're dog shit. Yeah, a <laughs> 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 <To laughs> <They're> bit harsh. <laughs> I just, I'm just <laughs>
2: bringing they've back. Got, they've got BJ on the trunks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck me.
1: Yeah, this match is like, it's it's. Quite, first of all, I. Uh, it's just the way they do the entrances is fantastic. Yeah. like They build up to Austin's because they know Austin's going to get the biggest heel reaction. And then they, it would be very easy for them to bring the whole Heart Foundation in together. But no, they bring them in one at a time <laughs> because they know that they're going to get the, the pop for each thing, each one of them. And then they obviously walk down together, which is a nice effect yeah. as well. Pillman waiting's up there and then the rest of them sort of come down together. Um, yeah, Stu and Martha. Martha? Arthur yep. get involved at one point. Stu smacks somebody, doesn't he? Yep. Uh, is it Gold Dust? I feel like it's Goldust. I think it's Probably gold Austin. It's usually Austin. Austin's, <laughs> Austin's loving this, by the way. Well, yeah. He's this, having a great laugh.
0: The difference between a lot of that this match is built around Owen and Austin rather than Brett. Because Brett was actually still injured at the time and wasn't actually medically cleared by his doctor. But the WWE was like, yeah, we need you in so it. So they built the match around Owen and Austin to build to their SummerSlam match for the Intercontinental title. Um. So there's two fun bits about this match. First off, um, Bruce Hart. <laughs> Bruce Hart makes himself the star of the show. Shut so up, Bruce: apparently during this time, there was talk of Bruce Hart coming in to join the Hart Foundation. Why? As, and he was going to be their junior heavyweight of the group. Yeah, I know. You wow. saw the size of him, yeah. Wow. He was going to be the junior heavyweight of the group and he was going to wrestle. However, in this match, he got into the little brawl with Austin. And he potatoed him in the kidneys so much that Austin needed help backstage. Yeah. And that t- ended any talks of it. Bruce legit punched him in the kidneys continuously. Um, Bruce fucking nuts.
2: Yeah, let's talk about Bruce a minute. Come on, yeah. wrestler fashions, please. Wrestler fashions. Cheers, mate. So, Heart Foundation, they've all got mm. matching leather jackets, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Bruce had to nip to Primark to get his, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, they weren't getting anyone that said Bruce on back. He's got, got a quality <laughs> leather jacket. What's wrong with that? I don't have an issue with
1: You don't often see pure leather for 999. You know what I mean? <laughs> Got it from Nobby Burton who comes with a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's
0: Canadian. Uh C- Canock Burton. It comes around comes,
1: comes comes around. Comes come... down Moose Jaw. <laughs> That's the thing, right?
0: Moose Jaw? So yeah, Bruce Hart makes himself the unwanted star of the show, kind yeah. of. Uh the other thing about this is the celebration afterwards. Um after Owen Hart gets the win for their team, they bring the entire Hart family into the ring. this is the Apparently, this is the first time on camera that you see uh, TJ Wilson, who became Tyson Kidd. Uh, Harry Smith is in there. And Natalia gets in the ring too. Yeah, And also, a random kid who wasn't a part of the Hart family. Yeah, you, you, would, you would chance it though, wouldn't you? Yeah,
2: apparently. Is, <laughs> is it someone
1: you know? Oh, no. No, I was just pointing out the fact that um, Teddy Hart's dad's there. Oh, right. <laughs> does, does that mean, was Teddy Hart there? I don't. I think he might have been. I was just thinking uh, I, I don't I, know. I, when he said random kid, I thought he was actually. I genuinely thought we said random kid who wasn't part of the Hart family. I thought he was just ripping on Teddy Hart, who's not Hart. <laughs> Teddy Anus
0: <laughs> But uh It's anus. No, Brett tells the story and his thing that he turns around, and there's just random kid in the ring, and he says, How did you get in here? And he's like, I just followed the rest of them <laughs> <laughs> And he's like And he just goes Just wave and enjoy it mate Good lad <laughs> So kid's just there like Yeah cool Yeah, and well, that you, kid well, became Teddy Hart yeah. That's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. Fuck it Considering like how I was around Brett The like two times I got to meet him Like as part of my old job Like I, 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 would, I would have been like that kid Like I don't get super excited around famous people But with Brett I was just like melting <laughs> But anyway Enough about me <laughs> Oh, there's a horrible joke in there. You said you
1: were just about melting when you were Don't, around, right? No, no I'm not going to do it. But, oh, no, it's no, very God. hard not to. Please do it. We're no. going to carry on. Now. Yeah, let's carry okay. on. I'll do it off I'll do it the air. All right.
0: So next up, the week after this, we got uh, Owen and David defending the tag titles. So the Hart Foundation had a good hold of the tag titles throughout this whole period, as well as the European title. And Austin was challenging. So they had lost the tag belts previously to Austin and Sean. Was that before King of the Ring, and then they went yeah, back. It must have been, yeah. And now we get Dude Love, Dude Love. Austin and Dude Love. Dude Everyone's, love everyone knows this one King if you've gone back and watched this stuff. Daryl loves Dude Love, don't you? I fucking love Dude Love. Yeah, man. yeah.
1: You know why? Because he's slightly less Mick Foley than the rest <laughs> of them. All the others are a bit more Mick Foley than Dude no, Love. this aren't one's it? the most Mick Foley. No, it's not. No, this one's what Mick Foley thinks he is. The others are more what Mick Foley actually is. Yeah. So that's why Dude Love's better. Right, okay. Because it's what he aspires to, rather than what he actually is. Yeah. It's A grotty little freak. Let's carry
2: <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> let carry on <laughs> to the flag match. Can we talk. Oh, we're going to talk about Austin winning the tag
0: titles with Dude Love. Yeah, Austin wins the tag titles with Dude, with yeah, Dude Love. Yeah. Can I
2: just point out, right, that Austin, if you didn't think he were going to be a superstar, you just have to watch this. So, um. It's a Brett and Owen, uh, Brett and Owen, uh, Davian Owen in ring. Mm. And I don't know if there there was an angle before it. I, I've, I've, I've I've literally watched from the start of the match. Mm. So I'm not, the last time I would have seen this would have been in 1997. I've got a vague memory of mankind wanting to team with Austin. Yes. And then getting turned down. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. So Austin was going into this match thinking, I'm just going to beat piss out of them both. Yeah. And he just gets into the ring and just starts beating piss out (laughs) of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not there's not a point where he looks suits like weak at all, really. Like yeah. they get the upper hand on him a little bit, but he fights back. Yeah. You don't really need Dude Love's help to be honest. No. Nope.
0: And then we get the introduction of Dude buff,
2: <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> Which the, is great. The um the footage you of know, Dude Love doing the straw. Yeah. Uh, you can see the behind the scenes of that in Beyond the Mat. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah, in Beyond the Mat, they you see Vince goes psycho at
0: somebody because there's a cable in the background, so they he makes him reshoot it. Excellent. <laughs> So yeah, let's. So then ne- it was it the next week. Yeah, it was the next week on Raw. The Hart Foundation come out and lay out a challenge to any three Americans to a flag match.
2: What's up, three Americans? And the flags were like
0: up for the entire show. Yeah, which was weird. Yeah, yeah It's a bit
2: odd that, innit? Were they in Canada for this? Uh, were Nova
0: Scotia, without this one. Yeah, I think they were still in Canada at this point. Because the, the uh, yeah, because they've taped two weeks. Whilst Raw. you find, two
1: weeks. whilst you find out, I want, I want to make a point. Apparently, just completely unrelated to this apparently at the moment right if they're in a shitty little town that vince doesn't like they don't mention the town i've not even (laughs) noticed it so far but if they're in a town that vince like if it's not like chicago or new york or somewhere that vince thinks is worthwhile they don't even bother mentioning the town on raw anymore so if you if you're watching raw and it's a they barely mention the town it's because vince thinks it's a little (laughs) shithole so there you go just remember that when they go back to
0: liverpool eventually (laughs) yeah i'm from liverpool
2: yeah, so uh, they they are in Canada for this because uh, Brett, Brett demands the Canadian national anthem's played. Yeah, and it doesn't get heel; he It he, he gets them singing. So yeah, Halifax, Nova Scotia, yeah.
1: unopposed against Nitro. By the way, yeah,
0: FYI. So the Free Wait, America gone. Uh, so so um
2: Brett demands the na- national anthem's played while the British bulldog holds up a sign showing a cartoon depiction of the Heart Foundation urinating on the American flag. Right, so. Let's remember this when I absolutely jizz my pants at what Shawn Michaels does to the, to the Canadian flag later in the, <laughs> in the episode.
1: Yeah, let's let's do that.
0: So um, the Americans that come to defend the honour of old glory are Stone Cold Steve Austin, Dude Love, and The Undertaker.
1: Yeah, but this is dead Undertaker. This isn't like American badass yeah. Undertaker. If, you, if any of you are thinking of that, it's like, I'm dead, but boy, do I love America. <laughs> this is under- which is
2: a, a, a recurring theme for him because yeah, he's, he's done it before. He's got previous, hasn't he? Because yeah. he had a jacket where he got Paul Bear to
0: stitch an American flag on it inside. Yeah, that's it? what I remember. <laughs> it's uh, dead but worried about his brother, Undertaker. Yeah, because he's showing up soon.
2: But I think, um, were it meant to be somebody else in the match? Because Austin and Love start without Undertaker, don't they? And he comes out yeah. during break. I can't remember
0: who it was now because I did watch like the full episode, but I forgot.
2: What I've read seems
1: to suggest that Undertaker was just lobbed in there. Yeah. Like, they just chucked anyone in there.
0: I think it there was hint maybe towards Sean.
1: Yeah, maybe. Seemed to have made sense. Probably wouldn't have been there, would it? So the Bret and Sean stuff. It could have been Sid. He had some kind of anxiety attack at this time, so it could oh, have been Sid.
0: I got my thing wrong earlier again. The uh, June thing that started the fight, it wasn't the going running over. It was the week after sunny days.
1: Yeah, there you go. Sunny days. Yeah.
0: Uh, Sean Michaels He's shagging Sonny Aren't
1: you shagging Sonny
0: No (laughs) He is It was when Brett got home And his his son said Kids at school keep asking Are you with Sonny And he's like That's the golden rule of wrestling He broke there So I've got to prove a point with
1: him No I'm not with Sonny Son I am shagging someone else But that's not the point
0: (laughs) I'm shagging everyone but Sonny
1: Exactly I haven't shagged Sonny I've shagged many different women. It's fine. And Chris Cadillo's just sitting
2: back and was like, I- I'm in the room, guys. <laughs> Definitely. I, I Johnson Walker. up like, to him. Thanks for the bump.
1: <laughs>
2: skip. Focus. I don't know. Uh, who knows? I don't think he knew. They're interchangeable, really. Yeah, basically. They all yeah. look the same to me. Bod- body
0: donners. Body donners. <laughs> so, yeah, this flag match is another fun one. It, it kind of falls on the thing from the Stampede. And you know nowadays, if they did this, because it's in Canada, the Americans would have definitely won.
1: Yeah, of course they would, just to fuck, fuck yeah, yeah. off the Canadians.
0: Even though it went, like, they kind of need the Canadians to win to keep this thing going. Not the point. If the Americans get one over the, on them in Canada, it kind of fucks it up, doesn't it?
1: But <laughs> Vince is massively <laughs> fragile at this point, isn't he? Yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, but... sorry, at this point now, I don't mean yeah. then, I mean he's fragile now.
2: So yeah. Pillman runs it, does Distracts Undertaker.
0: Yeah. Uh, which uh, causes Heart Foundation to win. Yep. yep. Crazy Pillman. So, in the build-up to the next big point on this... Well, you mentioned... Yeah, go on. Yeah. Um, all members of the Heart Foundation have matches coming up at SummerSlam. And they had them each give a stipulation. Okay. So, the ones I remember clearly is... I don't remember Jim Neidhart's one, but I don't think he did. Did he have oh, a like, shave your beard off or something. But... Yeah. Uh, Brian Pillman was against Goldust. Get a bath. That's <laughs> it, yeah.
1: Get you off at smack,
0: Jim. You... <laughs> if it you will... don't
1: win your match, we're going to take all the smack off you mm-hmm. and make you have a bath.
0: It was Brian Pillman versus um, Goldust, and if Brian Pillman lost, he had to wear Melina's dress. Yeah. And he did that thing as well where he didn't actually give a time frame, so actually he ended up wearing it for quite a few weeks. That was weird. Um, we had Ken Shamrock versus the Bulldog, and if... You had to eat dog food. Yeah, Bulldog had to eat dog food if he lost to Ken Shamrock. <laughs> um, and then we had the two matches we're going to talk about now. Owen Hart versus Austin, where... That was a kiss fit. Owen would kiss his ass if. I thought if Austin lost.
1: Austin said he would kiss yeah. Owen's ass if he lost. Yeah yeah. 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 And
0: then Brett said if he didn't win, he would never, wrestle, he would in never wrestle in America again. So for some reason, there's a great bit in the build up to this the week before Summer SummerSlam where Shawn Michaels gets added to the match as the special guest referee. And Brett, as soon as it's announced, like. The next segment during a match, Bret marches down to the ring to ringside and starts screaming at Vince. Yeah, like say you're trying to screw me again.
1: <laughs> this is like the first time, isn't this generally accepted to be the first time that they properly acknowledge on the air that Vince is the owner?
0: Uh, they kind of did it in the uh, in the uh, cage match one, but this is where he properly goes for it. Yeah, him. and he, he has a huge go at him, and that's where they had the stipulation for Shawn Michaels: if he shows any favoritism towards Bret Hart towards the Undertaker, then he will never be allowed to wrestle in America again either.
2: Uh, Night Art didn't have a match at SummerSlam, but yeah. I've
0: just checked. So, first off, Owen... Funny that, innit? <laughs> Owen versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, this match is very famous for one thing and one thing alone.
1: Yeah, Owen's little... Cho- oh, no, not, it's not Owen's it? It's, it's, yeah. it's the neck-breaking thing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's uh, damaging Austin's neck, which is yeah, well irreversible only broke, effects of, on this. You career. only broke the biggest star in the world. This match was quite good until oh, that So moment. nothing ever <laughs> happens to...
1: No, no I'm not going to do that. Let's carry on. I oh. didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Don't look Jesus at me with you. Christ. It was a decent match until like he snapped his neck or whatever. Yeah,
0: and it was that thing because you know it's coming.
1: <laughs> as I good know. as the
0: match is, you sat there kind of wincing, like I know this is going to happen. Yeah, There's a lot so. of that in this particular. Can run, you imagine isn't there? if he had just like protected him? Can you yeah, imagine or just how not
1: done that move?
0: Why? why how is he different? Doing that move? How
2: just different down. it wrestling would have been.
1: Probably mm. still be on top now, maybe. I doubt, uh, Nah, he'd have he'd
0: have pretty much he w-
1: gone by now. I don't think he'd be long gone though. I don't no. think he'd be as like it's been like fourteen years
2: or something stupid. No, but now. no, but like he's he's like fifty, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah. I suppose so. It, like I don't think he'd be long he'd gone. he had been no, wrestling no. about ten years at this point. He, no, he's, he'd be on oh. take a schedule already. He? Yeah, he probably think would. It. Yeah,
1: yeah, Because yeah, he does love wrestling. Like, he, yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't be long gone by now if he's gone at all. I do think actually, you know what? I t- I'll take that point. I think there is a chance that Austin would probably retire by now, but. I don't think he'd be a long retired or he would be like an occasional one. Yeah,
0: I was going to say this shows the difference between WWE now compared to then because they show so many replays of his head hitting the floor and they remembered when Enzo got knocked out in that match and they showed the replay about 50 times. Yeah, that's because nobody likes Enzo, do they? (laughs) His fucking head bounced like a basketball.
2: (laughs) In in hindsight, we know they did that because they think Enzo's a massive cunt. Yeah, that's that's the guy in the production truck going, um, why don't you
1: go for a coffee? I'll just, oh, press the button for <laughs> it. Oh, no, oh, I oh, showed it again. <laughs> I want to see his <laughs> head dribble before now? his Di- mouth
0: dribbles because he's out. <laughs> who's got
1: money now, dickhead?
0: But yeah, um, it's quite uncomfortable watching it over and over, but it's weird watching o- um, Owen's reaction. So it goes to pin Austin and then stops as Austin tells him, I can't feel my feet. So Owen gets up and starts to draw with the crowd all while looking fucking terrified because he thinks he's just like, seriously injured the hottest star in the company which he has yeah and eventually austin rolls him up they don't go through the stipulation which is understandable <laughs> yep and austin is a new intercontinental champion
2: no they do go through the stipulation yeah, they do, because it was, it, he it didn't a, have to kiss austin's ass yeah, it was foster oh, was putting the belt on the line oh yeah. yeah so austin was putting his lips on the line yeah not in that way, in so, way yeah. yeah he was put his lips on the line to kiss yeah but ass. not i mean back not front well he's not well no
1: I mean well we don't know well we do so Um, main event is Bret Hart against The Undertaker we know he had a wife because he beat
2: her up (laughs) don't look like that because he said worse on this show today yeah 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 you better stop myself I stopped myself not now. Not the first time you did it.
1: <laughs> I, all right. I stopped myself from doing the little, you know, anyway, heart joke. He's not
2: ruining this show. All right. He's sorry. waited for this. <laughs> Since we started this show, he's waited to do Bret Hart month.
0: And you <laughs> are ruined it for us all. <laughs> is
1: it Bret Hart month? Anyway,
0: carry on. Bret versus The Undertaker with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. Did anyone take count of how many times Shawn Michaels told Undertaker and Bret Hart that he is the law? no no <laughs> you
1: was... think was just seen judge dread
0: <laughs> that was really oh, so good was well <laughs> I, I forgot how many times he's going get back in the ring Brett. i am the law <laughs> that really made me laugh throughout this match this match is fucking great yeah it's
1: yeah. good he had seen judge dread it was out two years earlier so he oh, definitely yeah. watched yeah, judge dread just yeah. before
0: they probably watched it again him on yeah. tour and china all and start watching it doing some uh, bicep curls like,
1: do you want no i don't i, I really don't
0: <laughs> Do you want to take some somers uh, yeah. Do you want, do you want, do you want some roids? Do do you want some uppers or downers? Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, this match was really great, and Brett's last title reign, innit? it. Yeah. So the whole thing builds up to if Brett wins, he will get his fifth um championship reign, which will tie him for all time most in WWF. We don't, because we were not counting Ric Flair then.
1: Yeah, this is back, Yeah. Yeah. We, they were not counting Ric Flair. Well, also WWF titles, not just yeah. world titles, and also. This is back when you didn't get a title reign for like doing a good length in a swimming pool. Yeah.
0: Um, the story of the match seems to be uh, Bret attacking Undertaker's leg, doing his old usual tricks, going for the leg in the back, all while Shawn Michaels is telling him he's the law, and the Undertaker's just trying to power him out. It's a lot quite similar to the Kevin Nash match that they had uh, at Survivor Series 95, which is another one of my favourite Bret matches, where it's the story of the big guy. If the big guy's on his feet, he's got the advantage, but if he's not, Brett's got the advantage. Oh well, Shawn Michaels doesn't want Brett to win, but he has to be impartial, otherwise he can never wrestle in America again. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Um, does does he win? Yes, it's yeah, Brett, quite a long Brett match. Wins. It's like a it's nearly a half hour match. This quite a long one. But then the finish is uh, Shawn Michaels gets knocked down briefly, and Brett uses the opportunity to grab a chair and smash the Undertaker with it. Yeah. Uh, he goes for the cover, only gets a two, and then Shawn Michaels notices the chair and argues with Brett about it. So Brett spits in his face. Now, in Brett's book, he talks about the fact that he told Shawn he was going to spit at his chest. What happened was, because he was a bit dehydrated, yeah. he spat on his chest, but then it ricocheted up and hit him on his face, apparently. That's bollocks. Yes. Is that how spit works? So, uh, so no. Shawn Michaels was a bit pissed off when he swung the chair full fucking <laughs> like thing at The Undertaker, Brett describes in his thing how cool it was to kind of go down and just hear the chair hit and the crowd like go, because <gasps> they knew what that meant as Shawn Michaels had to count the three and Bret Hart got his fifth title reign tying in with Hulk Hogan. Is Brett as good as Hulk? Yeah. Uh, in the ring, he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. I, didn't ask that. I bet penis size. I wouldn't know, but.
1: Ask, ask Sonny. Oh, <laughs> take that, Brett. I think
0: ask any woman apart from Sonny yeah, is probably the better right answer. Especially Brett only, has,
1: Brett only has one title defence in this uh, in this whole title yeah, reign. So
0: he? the weird thing about this title reign, this is, is just bef- so he wins the title and there's like a month and a bit before the we start to get the contract stuff. Yeah. But he's still relegated underneath the card because it starts off Shawn Michaels versus the Undertaker, which leads to the first Hell in the Cell match. But um instead we get Brett feuding with the Patriot. Del Wilkes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This is a character that's a bit dated, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Bloke dressed up as American flag. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, look at me. I'm bloody American and that, and I'm American, and I've got the American song.
2: Yeah, and I've, and
0: I've got uh, my finishing is called the Uncle Slam. <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird. This was a Brian, uh, Bruce Pritchard call, wasn't it, to bring him in, because he, he was I friends with know. him. Uh, Bruce Pritchard was the one I believe because he'd worked with him before in Houston and yeah there was something not... Are there two Patriots at the moment like Del Wilkes and then
1: someone else claims that they're the Patriot or something?
2: No there's one that claims that Del Wilkes sold him the gimmick of the Patriot (laughs) Yeah, which is proper carny as fuck it is. So I've got this Doink the Clown mask mate do you want to buy it off me? You can be the real (laughs) Doink if you want.
0: Said uh, Steve Lombardi (laughs) I'm
1: the real Doink
0: so yeah, um, we end up with this Brett Patriot feud, and the first one on our list was Patriot and Shawn Michaels versus Owen and Davey. Yeah, the list was wrong because it was actually oh. Patriot and Ken Shamrock versus Patriot and Shamrock.
2: Yeah. That makes more sense. I don't know why the list said Michaels. I don't. Know if yeah. it, I don't feel really. I games. don't really care about this match. I think you yeah. should talk about Brett against Patriot. Yeah, Brett versus okay.
1: Patriot happened at Ground Zero. Yeah, one of those in your house shows where the title never changes hands. Yeah. Surely by this point, right? Obviously, I wasn't watching at the time. Did people not start to suss that these shows were bullshit?
0: Well, they were kind of just like it's a stopgap show, but like that's how they were seen because they were cheaper and shorter. I know eventually they go to actual monthly paper, but no one ever won.
1: Like I think maybe other titles, secondary changed titles
0: hands. changed hands. Yeah, but, but like
1: no one ever won the world title that at see, these shows.
0: As a kid, you couldn't get the in the house shows until they released on video several months later because uh, they weren't on Sky or anything at the time. It wasn't until I think '97 when they started showing them. The weird thing, like when I was a kid, I remember In Your House shows had some really great matches on it, like especially like the first early ones. And again, me being the Bret Hart fanboy, Mind Games, yeah. Oh, the Mind Games match is really great. We have uh, Shawn Michaels one. and Mankind. Before that, uh, you've got In Your House Five with Bret and Bulldog. In, In Your House One has Bret and Akushi. There's loads of really great matches on there, like underrated matches that Bret and
1: Patriot's alright, and it? it's a decent enough match. Yeah, it's 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 fine. It's a Bret Hart match. <laughs> got a good match out of
2: uh, whose mate? Did you say it was Bret? Bruce Pritchard's mate? Yeah. Hold well done. The um, commentary on this, I didn't realise that um, they actually referred to him on TV as Del Wilkes. Yeah. I thought he was just called the Patriots. No, they, they reference, because don't they reference his football career or something
1: as well? It's, yeah, it's Jim it's, Ross
0: on commentary, so he definitely talks about his football career. Yeah, yeah, of course,
1: it's Jim Ross. Jim Ross, yeah, they do a real, like,
2: they do a real sort of build-up job for him beforehand. It's a bit, bit weird, though, isn't it, that, like, he's called Del Wilkes and he's a football player, but he wears a mask.
1: Yeah, it's a bit odd, isn't it? But then yeah. that, that's just showing how American he is. Cause it's on his face.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. I'm
1: so American, it's on my face, said Del Wilkes, who lost.
2: Yeah,
0: so after the <laughs> match... Yeah, they
1: make a big deal out of the fact that he's, he's beaten Brett yeah. once, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it was
0: the week before SummerSlam, before Brett won the title. Patriot got a pinfall victory over him, thanks to Shawn Michaels. Yeah. After the match, Brett
2: R brutally assaults him using the American flag. I want you to remember this when I'm jizzing my <laughs> pants when Shawn Michaels desecrates the Canadian flag later in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, two weeks.
0: So the next two match weeks, we've got on our list doesn't involve Bret Hart and doesn't involve the Patriot. Instead, we're going to jump over to the one night only pay-per-view in Birmingham, which was a UK only pay-per-view, which, ha- which was headlined by a European title match between Shawn Michaels yes. and the British Bulldog. So, what have you fucking waited for, lads? So on this show, I'll just mention Brett defended the title against The Undertaker. That ended in a DQ. Undertaker and Brett were both very annoyed over the fact that they weren't on any of the promotion stuff for the show or anything because they both had huge followings in Europe. Um, that's in Tom Brett's book, <laughs> obviously. Um, the match itself. So, in the build up to this match, it was always supposed to be David Boy Smith retaining the European Championship against Shawn so much to the point that he went on a radio interview the week before this match and dedicated the match to his dying sister. His sister was dying of cancer, and he said this will be for her when I defeat Shawn Michaels. And then Shawn pulls the old, that don't work for me, brother, and decides he wants to win the European title. And Vince goes, yeah.
1: I feel like you might be oversimplifying (laughs) things, but yeah.
0: Yeah. That is pretty much what happened. Well,
2: wait—the first mistake is um, Bulldog went out of his own way to do that and weren't asked by the office to dedicate it to his sister. Yeah, so let's, let's be honest,
1: Vince. Vince is a bit of a like. I'm not saying he's sadistic enough to go. Oh well, there's a fuck you. But you know that Vince don't well, like people going into business for themselves. Exactly. So unless here, he thinks it's okay for them to go into business for themselves <laughs> because he's mental.
0: Here's another little bit about this match. Um... Vince McMahon approached Bulldog with the idea for not winning the match and said, the idea I want to do is you'll lose the European title here and we will do a return pay-per-view in Manchester at the beginning of next year where you'll win back the championship. Yeah, does that Much happen? like Shawn Michaels did with the title between Survivor Series and Royal Rumble earlier on that year. Um, according to Dave Meltzer, it's a bit weird that that was only presented to him an hour or so before the show was due to start. So it was obvious what actually happened there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Sean pulls the That Don't Work For Me brother and decides he's gonna be the European champion and that's what we get in this match. They don't catch it on camera, but Bulldog's like sister is like falling crying when the finish happens. It's heat. F- Fucking horrific. It's <laughs> heat. Then his
1: then his wife gets it ring.
2: Oh, well wait, 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 we we skipped the
0: whole entrance. Oh yeah. Let's right. All right,
1: go okay. for it. Well, go on.
2: So uh a young child in the front row has got a Hasbro British Bulldog figure. Shawn Michaels takes the bulldog figure from him, drops it into the crotch of his tights, then gives it him back. Babyface, That's pretty grim. (laughs) This is your favourite wrestler? Yeah, I fucking love him. Daryl watched that and
1: went, well, this guy robs figures all over his knob like I do. He's (laughs) he's
2: the guy that I like. I've got on here, he is now a man of God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't drink, I don't smoke. Anymore. I've also I've well, also I got I don't remember that. Bulldog has dedicated this match to his cancer riddled sister. Yeah. Oh, riddled.
0: <laughs> I knew you'd love that. <laughs> it's See, just I, upsetting though, isn't it? I yeah. Actually- so as much as like, I haven't gone back and watched the what the conclusions of this whole story and until we were researching all this, I haven't been back and watched this match until now as well. Because that story fucking I find it so fucking awful that like, if this whole thing's true, that Sean just pulled politics and was like, I want to win title. I don't want to lose to Bulldog.
1: Like, it's a fault you at Brett, though, innit? You don't even need to shit about yeah. Bulldog. No,
0: I'll,
2: I'll, the, worst bit, the worst bit is letting the his sister come out at whim. That's the worst bit. Yeah, that's Because, bad. like, let's say Bulldog did all that shit off his own back. Oh, we am dedicated to my sister. Yeah. And it's like, well, you no one's told you you're winning. Whether they have or not, yeah. right? <laughs> no one's told him to go dedicate it to his sister, mm. right? Then Sean comes in, pulls his power play. is like, mm, I'm winning that belt because I want to foot Brett over. Mm. Then at that point, Vince should have been like, or powers that be should have been like, look, Bulldog, it's probably not a good idea for you to bring her out there and for us to put it over on commentary because you're going to look like a bit of a dick, especially later on when he's got you in that figure four and he's cheating for about 15 fucking minutes and the heart foundation, don't fucking come and interfere. They only interfere yeah. after you've lost the fucking belt. You're all going to look like massive bunch in our beds. Which is what happens. Yeah, they
1: really do. Oh my god! And then uh, people chock shit in the ring. Yeah, don't forget that, because like that was what people did in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I find this really difficult. This one,
0: I can't really go into more it more.
1: Well, let's move on then. Let's yeah. move on to. Um, well, I mean, we can't.
0: So, <laughs> we just we talk about something different. So, with Austin's injury, he's made to relinqu- relinqu- relinquish the Intercontinental title. And we get Owen versus Farouk as the final of a impromptu international tournament. What my son? That's his middle name. Well, you you named your son. Oh yeah, his middle name. No, sorry, yeah, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, I wasn't um, sure which way
1: around. I'd done it. You know.
0: So this is we're we're on the road now to Survivor Series as well, and Owen versus Farouk here. It's just real to get the title back on Owen, but give him a like a stern test because Farouk's not done much recently. He's the leader of the nation, but he's starting to get overshone a little bit by the rock. It's like,
1: where's my blue football oh, helmet? Oh, I missed that.
0: <laughs> he's only months away from getting kicked out of the nation. <laughs> yep. So yeah, any thoughts on this match?
1: I'll level with you. This one I didn't watch.
0: No, I didn't watch it.
1: No, yeah, let's
0: jump ahead. We've got we've got one, maybe two things left to talk about. Uh the, the week before Survivor series, Vader versus Bulldog. I know Daryl definitely watched this
1: match. Do you know
2: what, lads? I actually what? didn't. What? You did? You avoided watching a Vader match. I I, I got I got to um, one night only, and um, I've watched Survivor Series obviously, but I got I got to one night only, and then um, I I just ran out of time this no, week. Now here's what it. clearly happened: he enjoyed one night only so much.
1: I, might
0: I
2: watched one night only twice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Post climax nap.
1: <laughs> oh, do you know what you said it? Yeah. Like I was,
2: I think we we're all thinking it. But I so... am really gutted because I should have watched it because you know it's. Vader
0: and Bullock and a dog it's, it's, and that. It's, There's not much to talk about on that either. So we're not ending that. on a complete like dull note here. We're not, right, we're obviously not going to talk about Survivor Series 97 because in we two are. weeks we're, two we're weeks, going to talk yeah. about it. In, we're going to talk about the full show not just the Heart Foundation stuff. Yep. But I want to give the prequel to it in terms of on September 22nd is the Raw tapings where McMahon told Bret Hart that he could not honour his contract and to seek a contract with WCW. Okay. Uh, he went out and did that with the help of the WBA, until eventually on October 21st is when he was approached about the idea of losing the title to Shawn Michaels at Montreal. And Brett wasn't too happy about that. Funny that, innit? Eventually, Brett gave his notice, and we go into Survivor Series in Montreal, which we will cover in two weeks' time. I think it's a work.
2: What? The Montreal Screwjob. I think it's a work. Really?
0: Yeah. Do you think that, Dan? Well... I was going to say, I'm kind of the Brett in this situation where I'm going to get between the Owen and Davey here. All right. (laughs) Right. Well, Well, maybe we should have some kind
1: of debate. Maybe it's the return of the great debate. The great debate to Electric Boogaloo was the Montreal Screwjob will work next week. It, it was. It was, yeah. Maybe we already <laughs> had that on the schedule. But the point is, I'm acting like, you, you know, like when WWE announces a match and then yeah. like, they, they just do an angle for it anyway. Yeah. Like that Rock and John Cena thing where they were like, see the Rock and John Cena, team off at Survivor Series. And then on Raw, they were like, oh, I'm John Laurinaitis. You can pick whatever tag team partner you want, The Rock. I mean, John Cena, pick The Rock though, <laughs> Because we've already advertised it. He's like, oh yeah, we'll have a match
0: with R-Truth and The Miz. <laughs> um, are, you,
2: are you R-Truth in this situation?
0: I'm The Miz.
1: Huh. And I'm awesome. Oh I,
0: I, I prefer my original one where I said I'm the Brett and you two are Owen and Davy. Yeah, it's... Like, come on, we're brothers, stop fighting. And you two are like, fuck off.
1: Yeah. Well, in that case, fuck off. That's the <laughs> end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks very much for listening to the Royal Grumble this
1: week. Don't forget to go to Facebook.com slash Royal Grumble. You can find us on Podbean at Royal Grumble.podbean.com. Find us on Twitter at Royal Grumble Pod. Send us a tweet. Send us your top fifteen. Send us your conspiracy theories. Daryl loves them Daryl literally reads every single one yeah I do yep uh, that can wait till afterwards yes it can <laughs> uh, that's 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 all say, say, say goodbye Daryl goodbye Daryl say goodbye Dan bye goodbye. goodbye everybody